The Voice. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. And welcome to Off The Record. I'm Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. And you are listening to Off The Record on River Radio. I think it's safe to say it's probably Marlowe's favourite music show. I have to say, I think it is. I think we've got to agree um, with each I other, agree. James Collins. Absolutely. Talk to us. For the people listening, wherever they're listening from, tell us, what is Off The Record? So Off The Record is a show where we, two massive music lovers, yes. uh, we basically, each week we will explore a different album or a different artist's discography and we talk through basically everything Off The Record. So anything Off The Lacquer, whether that's sort of story behind the songs or like anything to put context behind why the artists are doing what they're doing I'm saying Spotify Apple Music they give you the songs yes whereas off the record gives you more than just the songs we give you everything else but we give you the songs too but we do we do also play the music and today yeah, yeah. I'm incredibly excited to play this album I've been listening to it all week yes it just came out this week yes yes which is and I've already memorised some of the songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be singing along to James Collins tell us what album which album we're going to be going through today so we're going to be exploring harry's house uh the new harry styles album um it's well i mean we're we're kind of splitting the show into two we're gonna explore sort of like everything up until this point from harry's career um and then we're gonna yeah jump straight into the album listen to it start to finish so um without further ado let's jump into harry's first single that he ever released by himself uh this is sign of the times To the final show I hope you're wearing your best clothes You can't bribe the door On your way to the sky You look pretty good down here But you ain't really good
Son of the Times, Harry Styles here on River Radio. You're listening to Off the Record, Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. And we're not alone, are we, James Collins? We've Absolutely got a producer not. with us in yes. the room, Jonathan Dean. You get one of those today. Wow. Wow. How do you feel? Wow. What I entrance? Honoured and privileged. Amazing. Amazing. How are you doing today, Jono? This guy. I'm doing very well, James. Thank Good. You Fantastic. Um, I, I, I find it really strange just thinking about Sign of the Times because um, it feels like such a throwback. I, I, don't, I, I think Harry's come so far since then. It feels like such a long time ago. Um, I mean, That's that was, a good it point. was it was 2017. It's a good point, which is crazy um, to think. It was pre Dunkirk. Yeah. yeah, that's how it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, obviously, like just to give a little bit of context, obviously to those who don't know, Harry Styles was a member of One Direction, uh, one of the the world's biggest boy bands. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously uh, when they disbanded. Um, it was, everyone was very eager to see sort of what they were going to do, whether they were actually going to continue making music, um, et cetera, et cetera. And this was Harry's first entrance um, of being sort of like a solo artist, which was amazing. And, you know, what a massive, massive song as well. I also didn't realize I was just reading. Um, it's, uh, the song was released um, and it coincided, well, sorry, when the song was released, it coincided with the 30th anniversary of Prince's album sign yes. of the times didn't realize yes. that yeah yeah, wow. yeah yeah it's crazy uh, but I, yeah I, ju I just forget all these things because yeah it feels like so long ago well it was so long ago i mean i'm just looking at it now mm. classic me go into wikipedia as my trusted source yes of harry edward styles come on come on h-e-s mm -hmm. born the first february 1994 is an english singer songwriter and actor mm. his musical career began in 2010 as a solo contestant on the x factor Following his elimination, he was brought back to join the boy band One Direction, which went on to become one of the best-selling boy bands mm, of all time. Mm, mm. Before going on an indefinite hiatus in 2016. 2016 mm. is six years ago. Mad. It's been a big six years for the boy. Of course, absolutely, absolutely. And like, you know, I, I would say musically, obviously, he, I, I think um, we would all agree that he's probably, well, no, he's definitely the one that's explored most in terms of um, the- Sound. The sound and style, genre and everything. style of music. Yeah, I, I think I think um, to be completely honest, I you know I, I think it's the best one to to have come out of everything uh, yeah. as far as sort of like his artistry is concerned and the amount of work and effort that's gone into like yeah. the whole production. I think it's been incredible. Um, I think there's one thing that needs to be said, and that is the fact that Harry Styles was in a boy band and he was very much the stereotypical classic had the boy band fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. music sounded stereotypical. Mm, Again, mm. this word stereotype. He then breaks out of it and then also goes ahead and breaks the stereotype. Well, this is what's interesting is like, obviously now that we're at the point where we're three albums in, um, it's interesting looking now in retrospect to see sort of like the extremities that he went to in order to break away from from the, the cliche pop that um, that One Direction was was creating, really. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're going to jump into another track. This is the first track off of uh, Harry's first album. It's a self-titled album called Harry Styles. Um, and it's a track called Meet Me in the Hallway. Just left your bedroom 
Running through the garden Oh, when nothing bothered us But we're still young I always think about you And how we don't speak enough And oh, we started Two hearts in one home I know it's hard we argue We're both stubborn, I know But oh, sweet creature Sweet creature Wherever I go You bring me home Sweet creature Tattoos, but it's not you and it's not me. Tastes so sweet, looks so real. Sounds like something that I used to feel, but I can't touch what I see. We're not who we used to be. We're not who we used to be. We're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me Trying to remember how it feels to have a heart
standing in the place of you and me We're not who we used to be We're not who we used to be We're just two ghosts swimming in a glass half empty Trying to remember how it feels to have a heart Two Ghosts. Gorgeous song. We just had two songs there, Sweet Creature and Two Ghosts. Yep. I mean, I like for me, I think listening back to that first album, um, I think it's super important to recognize that like realistically, you know, he was making music that was so far from the polished cliche pop of One Direction. And, you know, it, it, the thing with this album that, I, it does get me a little bit every time. It's just like every song has a, quite an obvious reference point, I would say. Um, you know, with, with those tracks there, obviously you've got heavy, heavily influenced from people like Pink Floyd, um, like bands like Pink Floyd and, and that kind of like 70s, 80s band sound. Um, but you've also got elements of, of the singer-songwriter movement there. And for me, I think it's less kind of stolen it's more respectfully done um and i do believe that you always like, use this word homage it's an it's good homage um to, to to something and and you know for me i think with harry i think his first album i think he wanted his first album to be a collection of his like the music that inspires him the most not necessarily one direction not necessarily anything else and and you know collectively that group of influences they're what make up Harry Styles as a person and, and as an artist and what it was the one, what he's trying to achieve with his with his solo stuff. So I, th I think I think it's great. I love this album and I, I love I'm, I've thoroughly enjoyed revisiting it. Absolutely. But um, next up, we've got a track that was a little bit a little bit different. Um, this was I would say probably more influenced by sort of like the British side of music. Um, it's quite Arctic Monkeys, I might say. Um, but yeah, this is Kiwi by Harry Styles. She walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes Hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect And all the boys, they were saying they were into it Such a pretty face on a 
knows he's always backed up When sees the lungs he goes home to a cactus
table harry styles that brings us towards the end of the album the first album the first yeah, album. yeah yeah the self-titled album i mean for for me um obviously we, we aren't exploring like all of his all of the tracks of the first albums i just wanted to kind of focus on the ones that i feel were kind of like the most artistically individual to him um and kind of stood out from the albums um as being sort of yeah you know tracks that have has led to what we have now on on harry's house um I always thought from the dining table was was probably like for me. Um, obviously, it was one of the most intimate tracks on the album, um, but it has that Bon Iver kind of vibe to it. It's um, it's interesting, and I, I just I think that first album, looking back on it, is amazing. Now that we can see kind of the direction that he's gone in, seeing how in his first album he was just trying so many different genres and styles of music just to kind of find where he wanted to put himself. I think that's amazing. Um, and I think it's really cool to see that progression. And like, it's a progression that you can see so clearly throughout his whole discography. Um, I absolutely adore it. But yeah, that finished us off, uh, which means we move on to his next album, uh, which is of course, 2019's Fine Line. So we've gone from 2017. Yep. Taking two years out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he brings out Fine Line. Well, the thing is, yeah, like obviously, um, to not comment on kind of Harry's style and, and his look and aesthetic uh, would be wrong. Um, obviously in that time, um, his live shows, he was wearing a lot more flamboyant outfits um, and becoming a lot more comfortable in sort of wearing um, more fashion-based clothing and, and, and styling. Um, so then when it comes to Fine Line, uh, we've got this incredible artwork, uh, which is this fisheye photo of Harry um, uh, taken by Tim Walker, who's an incredible fashion photographer. Um, and just the art style and everything is just so much more bold than that first album. Um, obviously, to look at the first album cover, it's it's Harry kind of in a bath or something, um, but his face is covered. It's so much more subdued, so much more introverted, whereas with this, is a lot more bold. And we're going to kick off with, with the first track on the album, which in itself is, I still think, one of the boldest Harry Styles tracks going. This is uh, Golden from the album Fine Line. Hey, 
Enjoy you, Harry Styles, here on River Radio. You're listening to Off the Record with Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. We're going through the discography of Harry Styles. We've just gotten to Fine Line mm. and we just had their Adore You. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a big switch up in terms of energy, in terms of, uh, I would say, even production. It sounds so much cleaner. Um, but also, I don't know, I, th- th- there's a real simplicity in this album where, like, I think you know, a lot of energy, but really it's bringing it back to, to that traditional band setup. You know, it's, it's groove between the drums and the bass, um, and just real big songs, big melodies, um, big lyrics. It's, um, it's great. Um, this next track that we're going to play is once again, one of Harry's, uh, more, well, his, his acoustic tracks. I I like to think that in each album, there's like, there's like a few where it's just him and a guitar. And I really appreciate that because I think, you know, I think, for him as a songwriter, he has the ability to to really show that vulnerability. Um, but he's someone who, obviously, through his shows and um, through his presence, has been able to to be quite an advocate for a lot of um, sort of well communities and things like that. And I think I think his ability to to showcase that vulnerability is, is something that the other members of One Direction haven't been able to do. So he very much likes to break through that clean pop image and bear all on his albums which totally, is amazing totally um so yeah we're going to jump into cherry this is a, a gorgeous song um I, I think what's interesting about this is where like in the first album the acoustic tracks were a lot more somber and a lot more intimate a lot more vulnerable there's there's a vulnerability in this but there's a happiness and a joyfulness this is where i, I would say there's probably more influence from the likes of of the beatles or something like that where you, if you think about you know tracks like here comes the sun and things like that it's it's reminiscent of of those types of sounds mm. as opposed to just that sombriety that, that often comes with just an artist sitting down writing a song on an acoustic guitar kind of thing yeah, that's a good point. um yeah just to note on this track um there's uh some voice notes on there uh which was um uh, some voice notes from Harry's ex-girlfriend, um, who was, yeah, who was, um, she had left him a couple of voicemails and he thought it'd be nice to kind of tie that in a little bit. He did pre-warn her before the album came out and got her approval for it. So he did good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, without further ado, this is Cherry from the album Fine Line. <laughs> Don't you call him baby 
is kind Cause I miss the shape of your lips You're it's just a trick And this is it, so I'm sorry Don't call me baby Got your reason Know that you're trying to be friends Know you mean it Don't call me baby It's hard for me to go
Harry Styles' Canyon Moon. There's there's kind of no comparison between that and, and the first album. And that's what I really like is is it's still very uniquely Harry. I feel like um, there's definitely definitely similarities between like vocal arrangements and um, yeah, once again, just like, you know, stripping back to that real like band sound. Um, but I feel like with Fine Line, he was just having so much more fun with it. Um, yeah. I'm saying you just compare that to the first album. I'm yes. trying to compare that to What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Different worlds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, like, it's it's just, for me, it's it it's a way of him, once again, you know, it's come back to this idea of, of influences. For me, it's him really showing sort of like how he's re- heavily, heavily influenced by, by that 70s, 80s singer-songwriter movement. And, and what it, you know, we've talked about it before when we've, we've, uh, gone over albums like Tapestry or um, we've talked about arts like Joni Mitchell or um, you know Crosby, Stills and Nash or something like that they, they all had such a love for writing and a fun f- uh, like an enjoyment of, of creating incredible music um, and I think I think that's just what he was able to do like by by escaping sort of the boundaries of what One Direction was able to you know do very well um, he could kind of just create his own thing and like the, the more extreme he was going with his music. Uh, the, the the further from that straight line pop he was going, the the more he found a sound, um, and that's what's led to the album that's just come out. Harry's Harry's house. Harry's house. Which um, we're just going to finish up on the title track of Fine Line, and then we'll be jumping straight into. So um, so yeah, this is Fine Line from the album Fine Line by Harry Styles.
Ladies and gentlemen, and without further ado, here is Harry Styles from the album Harry's House with track number one, Music for a Sushi Restaurant. Music 
time coffee on the stove Your sweet ice cream But you could use a flake or two Blue bubble gum twisting in your tongue I don't want you to get lost I don't want you to go gosh big energy there what an opener what an opener what an opener to the album i I think i like you know obviously we've just gone through the two albums um that there wasn't a track with that much energy i don't think on either albums no and and you could argue golden was almost there but nah this definitely surpasses it. it, it it feels it feels a lot fresher and it feels a lot more energetic and i feel like that's it you know, Harry's at the point now where he's completely comfortable. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to prove himself anymore. He go. doesn't have to, like, I think he's, that he's, well, he's two albums away from One Direction. So he's in a far better position to be making stuff like this. And yep. people, you know, to, to be expecting something big and something, um, yeah, sort of, so, yeah, like that type of sound. And obviously he's, he's playing huge shows now. I mean, he was always playing huge shows anyway, but, He's really making music that, that fills a huge, huge, huge space. I mean, he's doing, he's doing what, Wembley Stadium? Is it two nights at Wembley Stadium? Yeah. Or one night at Wembley Stadium? Uh, it's absolutely crazy. So, um, so yeah, um, huge album. Huge, huge start to a huge album. Jonathan Dean, I want you to hit me with a fact. Oh, so fun fact. Mm. He originally came up with the idea for this song. Right. Because he was in a sushi restaurant with his producer. Mm-hmm. And one of his songs from Fine Line came up. Mm. And he was like, it's a strange song for a sushi restaurant. So he was like, wouldn't that be a fun album title? 
then, um, you mean song title? No, you said album title. Oh, album shoot. Title. I just got corrected by Jonathan. Music for I'm a sorry. sushi restaurant. And then he was like, as the song started being made, he kind of just said, this is music for a sushi restaurant. That's it. Done. Mad? That's crazy. I mean, I... Jono, <laughs> sorry, you guys can't really see this because you're not in the room. Jono just took a lean back. <laughs> saying, the look of satisfaction I on I said my face. thing. That's amazing. <laughs> well, um, well, yeah, let's carry on with the album. Uh, we've got another massive, massive track. Big track. This is Late Night Talking. James Collins, late night talking, Harry Styles. He keeps it up. Absolutely huge. And, and like, for me, I think with, like, throughout this whole album, um, it, like, if people don't ask my opinions, I've said, like, it's the it's the most positive first listening experience I've had yep. to an album yep. in so long because it's so consistent throughout the whole thing. This track obviously been absolutely no exception whatsoever. It's, um, yeah, it's been amazing. Go on, oh. Johnny. Boys, did you know mm. this song 
was actually the first song that he wrote for the album. Crazy, amazing. It's, it's interesting. Like I, I always find those things interesting because it's like to think, you know, this is the this was the starting point, and then this was the tone sir. Well, that's the thing, and like the the other songs were kind of like built in and around that, that original sound. Yeah. You can you can hear it in in kind of the horns arrangements. You know, like it, none of his albums, uh, none of his tracks previously on on the other albums have really had like strong horn sections like they do here. Um, and it's really interesting. Um, I think obviously influence from from sounds like Lizzo and, and and artists like that that are really going back to that like horns driven funk bass groove yeah section um you know it's 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 just music that makes one dance really it's great it's amazing absolutely now james collins you've made a point to say that this next song is your favorite i think so it's one of my favorites on the album 100 like and that was from first listen right through to to now it's definitely still an, an absolute favorite of mine um yeah i i absolutely adore it it, it kind of it, it gives me maybe david bowie elton john singer songwriter kind of kind of energy I, I absolutely love this track this is a this is a track called grape juice one two
knows the lyrics to that song we Absolutely. had so much time to learn it yes yeah 100% I, I, I just want to make a point actually about um, about I always find it interesting with Harry because I feel like his first single that he releases is like the most it, it, it kind of like defines the, the rest of the album but it's also like the one track that I always feel doesn't encompass the rest of the album as yeah, much as possible yeah, like yeah. if you look at like sign of the times for example um and then like lights up for fine line yeah. I, f- I feel like those singles are so separate to the rest of the yeah. album they don't want to yeah. give too much away with as it was i i, I felt that it was different it, it embodies it, the whole thing but for me i think like i when i listened to it the one thing that i thought was most exciting was it sounded like the most um the most in sort of like individually artistic track that Harry had released as a single. You know, the other the other songs were commercial songs and they were, you know, they were great songs and, and did very well in promoting the album. Whereas with this, obviously it's a great song, but like it's, it doesn't sound like a stereotypical pop song and it's not just straight down the line, yeah, good pop, good ballad kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting. It was an interesting move and like, for me, I think that's what that's what this album is. Is yeah, yeah. it's Harry in his most creative and in his most artistically individual. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool. Very very cool. Great great first single. Um, but yeah, did you boys know though? <laughs> this song almost didn't make it onto the album. Oh really? No yeah, way. He took it to play for the CEO of Sony Music, Rob right. Stringer. Yeah. And he was playing the whole album to him when he thought. 
this album's sort of getting finished now. And when this song came on, after the song, he thought, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play this one on the album or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm glad he did. And actually, the girl at the beginning mm. is his goddaughter, Ben, a producer, Ben Winston's daughter. And uh, Harry Styles said she's got a streak of calling him every night to ask for a bedtime story. Amazing. And this is the first time he's missed the call. No way. No so way I was like, I'm a bit jealous now because I want his number. Yeah. <laughs> I, want a, I want a bedtime story on Harry Styles. That's right. I, I, you know what? I wouldn't even want to talk on the conversation. I, I just eavesdrop. I, I, like, I'm, that's fine. As long as I can do it. Obviously, he did the, the CBB's bedtime story uh, yeah. the other day. That was amazing. Um, but anyway, let's crack on with the rest of the album. Uh, this is another personal favorite of mine. Um, the harmonies on this are just absolutely gorgeous. I love it. This is a track called Daylight. Crystal ball, 
Somehow you've become some paranoia A wet dream just dangling But your gift is wasted on me I was thinking about who you are Your delicate point of view I was thinking about you Harry Styles, a little bit of a down note on there. Gorgeous song though. I, I, I mean, I, I think with this album, the each song just holds such a specific place. And I think even with that, I don't think it's, I think it's like, it's, it's a downbeat in comparison to like the rest of the album or the rest of the tracks that we've had up until now. But like, I still think it's such a lovely track and it, 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 they create such a, such an, a, a, a gorgeous space and it's such a nice way of storytelling and, and being able to present that. Um, yeah, it's just something really satisfying about that track uh, to me for some reason. Don't know. Bit strange. We're about to go to my favourite track of the album. Oh, yeah? Oh, Come wait, on. hold on. No, that's such a difficult wow. thing to say with this wow. album. Wow, yeah, yeah. It's been out for a week. How can you even pick right. a favourite? Current favourite. Top three. There you go. Top okay. three. All right, okay. In fact, you could argue that the next three are my top three. Okay, that's uh, fun. That's cool. I love this song. It is very, it's such a ballad. Mm. Is that the right term to use? Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, soft, very, but my gosh, the lyrics are raw. Mm. I want to chat about the lyrics a little bit after, but I want to dive straight into it. Here we have From Harry's House, Harry Stars with Matilda. Mm. 
my top three i think we just heard it there it's a moment right it's a moment on the album it, it, it you know i think in comparison to that first album where the moments are a lot more they just feel a lot more uh forced 
they feel conceptual. Yeah. They whereas, feel like he's having to paint a picture of a story that kind of just happens generally, whereas that feels very real. A lot more natural. Yeah, really? a lot more natural. Totally. And I think, I think you know, that's for me where the progression has, has come from first album to now. Totally. Um, is the spaces that he's occupying with, with these songs um, just feel so much more natural and feel so much... I, th I think because, you know, with this band, for example, with his production team, with everyone that he's working with now, he's been working with them for, what, seven years, mm. six, seven years. Um, so they're at a point now where they're just making stuff that, you know, they want to create and they know the direction. They, they just know, bring they know best, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it shows a real maturity in, in sort of what he's been able to, to achieve. And um, yeah, I think it's amazing. I love it. What do I feel like Jono's got a fun fact for us? Come Go on, on producer Jono. Well, um, it was actually a, based off of the character Matilda Wormwood oh, from a old Dal book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it was kind of based about his friend who was going through a hard time as well. Mm. And Harry Styles actually said in an interview somewhere that uh, people have so much guilt with things that they don't necessarily need to have. And... Um, he thinks it's right to protect the space around you and be protective of yourself and look after yourself. Mm. And Matilda means so much more to him. And it was a moment where it's not his place to make someone else experience about him. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just to reassure them that he was listening. Come on. Amazing. Come on. Gorgeous. That's why it's Gorgeous. better than your favourite songs, all right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Here's cinema. You got, you got the cinema.
Give me feelings of golden. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's kind of golden uh, as an album. There you go. Which is really cool. There you go. I I think you know something else that has to be said. Where whereas before we've um, you know Harry's explored so many different types of genres and different sounds in in his albums. As we said before, you know it's him breaking away from One Direction, whatever. Um, I think this album is the one where where it's just the most concrete sound from start to finish. Um, and for me, I. I don't want to say it's my favorite Harry album, but I think it's definitely his most consistent from start to finish. And that's, that's what I meant by like, you know, it was, it was the best, it was the most positive first listening experience. Um, you know, the ability to create something that's so cohesive, I think is, is, is such a credit um, to sort of him and, and his team that are all working on, on the album. It's amazing. It's a good point. I felt like I was quick to warm up to it. Yeah, 100%. It didn't take 100%. lots and lots and lots of listens yeah, yeah. for me to go, oh, I get it. Kind yeah, of got it from moment one, and it's and it's really all I, I've been listening to since since it's been out, um, and since I've listened uh, to it the first time. Yeah, it's, there's a, just a couple of tracks I just keep going back to, keep 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 going back to, um, which includes this next track uh, that's coming up. I absolutely love this track. This is a track called "Keep Driving." Black and white film camera, yellow sunglasses. Swimming pool, hot wax, jump off the roof. Small concern with how the engine sounds. We held darkness and withheld. 
Satellite Harry Styles, big song. Yeah, I feel like we good I, range. I feel like we're we're getting to the kind of like the climax of the album now. Um, this next song being a personal highlight in sort of that that first that first listening experience I had. Um, it's such a gorgeous song. This next song, and I think it's it's once again you know as we said before, it's not it doesn't feel like a forced kind of Harry just sitting down writing a song on an acoustic guitar. Um, it feels really natural and the harmonies are also absolutely gorgeous. And I think he's really nailed that sound, that, that ability to, to combine both sort of his experience in songwriting now with a sound that, you know, I, th I think he's, he's definitely becoming a lot more comfortable with. I, I, I like to treat them as kind of like Harry's acoustic tracks on his albums because he, every album will have like two or three of them. Um, that are just gorgeously written, really, really nicely written singer songwriter, style stuff and I like for me they're probably they're, they're definitely a standout on his albums they're definitely something that I want to that I go into the album like wanting to hear um so yeah I am um, I absolutely adore this next track um it's a track called Boyfriends I think it's been a personal favorite from a lot of people um but yeah this is Boyfriends from Harry's House
as you stay in the daydream You feel a fool, you're back at it again Boyfriend, Harry Styles. Uh, wow. Uh, I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Um, just a, a bit of a fun fact. Uh, the track was written uh, at the end of the uh, Fine Line sessions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was actually kind of like off the back of that that obviously didn't fit the album. It's very Marvel-esque um, of him. Yeah, right? It's a... Uh, wow. And on the note of wow, Marvel. Wow. Didn't assert someone making an appearance in the Eternals. He did. Hello. He did, in fact. Um, and this None is, this other than Thanos's brother. Yes. Yes. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. He actually plays a character called Eros. There you go. Come on. God of love. And Eros's powers are... He makes people feel a nice emotion, mm -hmm. which overcomes them. There you go. There you go. On brand for Harry Styles. James Absolutely. Collins, that brings us to the end of our show. That does indeed. And, and just like that, we've gone through all of, literally the whole of Harry's house, which is amazing. Every um, single song. And it leads us to the final track in the album, a track called Love of My Life. Um, and Harry's spoken about uh, this track, and he said uh, it was actually his most terrifying song to, to create because it's so bare. Um, and he said, like, originally um, he wanted to create an acoustic EP or album um, where it was just literally going to be him recording it in his house, um, inspired by um, a Japanese pop pioneer, um, uh, Hiromi uh, Hosono, uh, whose album was called Hosono's House. And there you go. Uh, that was released in the 70s, and he just had this kind of... It, it led to this train of thought of what would Harry's house look like or, wow. you know, what would that experience be? Um, and yeah, Love of My Life was was the, the one track where I think he really kind of put as much into it as possible. Um, and if you remember the announcement trailer, it had the the piano bit at the end of, of this track. And I feel like this this is kind of like, this is the theme for the, for the album mm. and really encapsulates exactly kind of like the the well just everything he's trying to achieve with it both sonically um and performance wise as well but um but yeah without further ado i've been james collins i've been jordan dean and i've been jonathan come on producer jonathan thanks for listening here's love of my life